0: Hey guys, welcome to the When Is Bupitus Podcast. <laughs> I should say, welcome back. I know I missed the week and I'm so sorry. I'm um, not going to lie. I was struggling emotionally to receive extensive treatment, which sucks. But, <laughs> provided some great content for you guys. So, <laughs> so, this is not only my second episode, but it's also... Um, the beginning of my two-part mini-series titled How to Use Your Pain to Fill Your Purpose. Um, I'm really gonna dive deep into, I guess, some of my own personal experiences. And um, for the second part of this, I'm actually gonna have my very first special guest, which I'm super excited about. Um, it's gonna be a very emotional and moving episode, so I really recommend you stay tuned for that. Um, But yeah, back to the title, How to Use Your Pain to Fill Your Purpose. I think it would be best just to start from the beginning of actually knowing how to find your purpose. Oftentimes, we try to jump to the angle. We want the six-figure company, lose X amount of weight, end world hunger, and of course save the turtles. We want to travel the world to help poverty-stricken families. Meanwhile, our neighbors falling apart. We advocate education for all women. Meanwhile, we're all up in our dorm rooms sleeping instead of going to class. <laughs> we want to achieve world peace when the relationships in our homes are broken and we fail to hold peace within ourselves. We try so hard to create this huge impact. And while it's good to have ambition, we need to stop focusing on trying to change the world and change changing life instead. Trying to help a group at large is good, but to really make an impact on someone's life, we need to make it personal. There is something deep down inside all of us that derives so much passion, it keeps us alive. The thing that sets your soul on fire, the thing that when you speak about it, your heart truly pours out. There's one thing inside all of us that keeps us fighting our own individual struggles. Whatever that one thing is, use it practice it and don't stop we have to try to wait for like the right moment or big opportunity but listen if you keep waiting for the right time you're gonna be waiting forever start where you are right now with the limited connections and limited resources you have for example if i'm trying to become a motivational speaker i'm not gonna start with a hundred thousand person crowd through my podcast i may have 500 listeners 30 listeners, or even just 10. But if I become so obsessed with the future and where I want to be, I begin to neglect the present. I begin to neglect what I have now and who I have now. See, the thing about purpose is that we look at it to be something so big. And although it can have big effects, it usually comes in a small package of talent wrapped in pain. We often try to lock away our purpose because it is usually masked, by unpleasant experiences. For example, some people become amazing listeners because they know what it's like to feel unheard. Some people become amazing writers because they know what it feels like to not have a voice. Some people become amazing athletes because they put so much effort in trying to prove to themselves that they are good enough, strong enough, fast enough, but they simply are enough because someone convinced them that they weren't. Maybe you can't find your purpose because you will look past your pain. I think one of the things we tend to struggle with a lot is thinking that whatever it is that we have to offer isn't great enough. Or that our presence just simply doesn't matter. But if we didn't have purpose, we would have never been created. See, the truth is, no one loves people the specific way that I do. And maybe no one empathizes the way that you do. And listen, pay attention because this is important. I believe that our purpose can be expressed in different forms of languages. I'm going to say that again. (laughs) I believe that our purpose can be expressed in different forms of languages. Not everyone may be able to interpret or understand how I love, how I speak, or how I write. But that doesn't make my language any less valid or important. Not everyone will understand your language or your chosen career path or your ministry. Some people will even question your ability to speak because they do not understand the language in which your purpose is expressed through. Some people will even pressure you to use a language you do not understand to serve a specific group of people you had no business in serving. You may have one language or you may have five. But what use is spy when you're speaking to people who do not understand your language or you have them all hidden away? The truth is, you will not change the world. But you can change a life, and that one life is worth all the love in the world and more. When you start small and personal, you begin to touch people in such an intimate and special way that those people want to utilize their purpose as well. And then it goes on and on. When we start in the now, while we're still learning and growing, the talents we use to fulfill our purpose strengthens. Your one language may turn into five, or your one language may stay as one, and it simply becomes more and more extraordinary. Regardless, the language in which our purpose is expressed through can only be a blessing to others and ourselves if we speak the language God intended us to speak. If we constantly question while we struggle the way that we do or while we're in the place that we're in or while we don't speak the language and music that he does or speak the language of leadership that she does, we become resistant to the specific language God created for us that our purpose remains hidden, unexpressed, and we become unmovable. Our focus shouldn't be trying to go find our purpose. Our focus should be Jesus so that our purpose may be revealed through him. Knowing God will help you know your purpose. And so, how do we do that? <laughs> because, you know, as Christians, it's easy to say, oh, yeah, I love God. But how do we love someone we don't even know? I think the most effective way we can get to know someone is by talking to them. One of the best ways. To know God and understand our purpose is simply through prayer. At first it may feel awkward or like a little weird, <laughs> like you're talking to the air or something, ah! <laughs> but still we shouldn't run away from the uncomfortability. <laughs> like I said in my last episode, there is no growth in your comfort zone. And again, you don't need to have such an articulate prayer, but you need to at least try. One sentence or two sentences is okay. And it's also gonna feel awkward at first, but just be intentional about giving it all to him. I think most people need to understand that it doesn't matter what your walk with Jesus is like right now. You don't have to pressure yourself to get your life together before you can come to him. The world is very loud and there are many distractions. And we often put a lot of energy running away from God. But no matter how far we go or how long we've been running for, God has never stopped chasing after us. You can come to God right now in the midst of your brokenness. Stop waiting, because there is power in prayer. Back in my intro, I explained how I've been struggling emotionally. And due to that, I spent some time in the hospital. It was probably one of the lowest moments of my life. But through that experience, I was able to see for myself how powerful God really is. I've learned to be open about my faith and my struggles because 100% Jesus is the reason I am alive today. But while I was there, I was having many breakdowns and my anxiety was really acting up. (laughs) One day I was struggling a little bit more and I was crying uncontrollably. I decided to call my mom through the hospital phone because I was desperately trying to find a way to get out of there. Me and my mom talked for some time, but at the end of our conversation, she said, but don't forget to always pray. What? When I first heard this, I was so frustrated and almost annoyed. Because, like, it's easy to praise God when things are good, but it's so much more difficult to praise him when your life is falling apart. We ended the call, and then I went back to my dark and lonely hospital room. I sat on the floor, crying and alone. I didn't have my phone. I didn't have my family. I didn't have my friends. And the food there was so gross, so I didn't eat. And in my eyes, I felt like I had nothing. So I prayed, but I didn't hide my feelings. You know, growing up in the church, like I always heard like, oh, praise God in the midst of your trials and tribulations. But in my brokenness, I learned that prayer is actually a process. God doesn't want us to hide our emotions of anger or frustration. The Bible clearly states that Jesus wept. When he was on that cross, he cried out to God saying, Father, why have you forsaken me? It's okay to feel abandoned or lonely because when Jesus was in human form, he had those feelings too. So I cried out to God, asking him, Why am I here? Why did this happen to me? And all that anger and emotions I was feeling, I was pouring out to him. And when I couldn't form any words, my tears spoke for me. It doesn't matter the form in which your prayer is expressed through. As long as you are intentional about giving it all to him. The moment I gave everything to God is the moment my mindset began to shift. I felt a sensation of release. And the weight I was carrying wasn't so heavy anymore. I felt peace. It didn't matter why I was in that hospital. It didn't matter what happened in my past or the people I lost or the scars on my body. It didn't matter if I had every single thing taken away because even if I have nothing, but if I have God, then that is all I need. When I was finally at peace, that is when I was able to praise God in the midst of my brokenness. I remember the song that kept coming to my mind was the one that says, Oh, the overwhelming, never-ending, reckless love of God. I don't know where you are right now in your life. I don't know your current insecurities or your past mistakes. But I do know that you can always run to the Father again and again and again. I just... I just want to read this one Bible verse that really helped me when I was felt unloved and I was consumed by my pain with no purpose. It says, "Um, Do not be afraid, for I have ransomed you. I have called you by name, you are mine. When you go through deep waters, I will be with you. When you go through rivers of difficulty, you will not drown. When you walk through the fire of oppression, you will not be burned up. The flames will not consume you. For I am the Lord your God, the Holy One of Israel, your Savior. Because you are precious to me, you are honored, and I love you. Isaiah 3, 1, for 4. <laughs> Sometimes there's a lot of pressure in fulfilling our purpose for our entire lives. But my friend once told me that it's not about finding our purpose for our life, but finding our purpose for each day. We need to stop existing and start living. Because if you're not passionate about the life you're living, you're doing it wrong. Know God. Know your purpose. And live. Hey, Thank you guys for listening to my second episode. Stay tuned to the second part of this mini-series where I'll be having my very first special guest. We'll be having my aunt with me and she'll be speaking about the loss of her son, which is my cousin, and how she used her pain to feel her purpose. I really want to encourage you guys to not run away from like the not-so-pretty things about you. Amplify your struggles and amplify how God can make broken things beautiful. I also want to take a moment to thank everyone who's been so supportive and loving and respectful towards my story and the struggles I openly share. This podcast isn't just to help others, but it's also a part of me that I'm putting out into the world. I'm excited for the communities that we're creating and the positive vibes we're spreading. Don't forget to follow me on Instagram. At Kalista Milena, that's K-A-L-I-S-T-A-M-I-L-E-N-A-A. I love to engage with you guys, and I love your feedback. <laughs> Until next time, when is me guys?